0: Welcome back to the Canon Factory, an elegant podcast for a more civilized age. Uh, this is going to be episode three, and I'm your host, Sean. And I'm Mike. This is Brennan. This is Richie. And I'm Matt. And let's jump right into it. Uh, so today, guys, we're going to uh, take one of our first listener questions uh, from the one and only, uh, the wise Doobie. Um, his question kind of referred to our previous topic, which is why we're going to lead off with that, uh, which is, does Does Disney or Lucasfilm do they feel the need to explain uh, their version of the, the chosen one theory or, or what or it wouldn't be their version to be the facts? Um, uh, oh. should they uh, do we want them to and uh, yeah, basically that's it. Is, is this something that they should just kind of sweep under the rug and be done with, or should we continue to flush it out again and again
1: That's a great question. I would say they, they don't need to explain it. I'm going to take a hard stance. I'm not going yeah. to be wishy-washy on this one. Nah, I completely agree. So I think, that, I think that that's a great question. And I've mentioned this before. The more you talk about these historical, um, you know, theory themes of Star Wars and you hash them out specifically... Uh, the more it ruins Star Wars, I think. Yeah, so why think, is that? I think the the mystery factor, the mysticism, the mysticism. As Matt the, would say. Yeah, I think that the, the longer you draw that, that's what drew me into Star Wars. You go into the cantina, A New Hope. You look around the room, you see all these cool people. You don't know their stories. You want to know what kind of world this is, what's going on. You know, I, I, telling me every single thing that's going on removes some of the mystery and the allure of it. You know, so for me, I don't think they need to. They necessarily, Brendan, What do you think? I mean, you're you're well, jumping in. I on guess there.
2: I guess my question is, how is that telling you everything? If they just say, "Hey, this is the real chosen one."
1: Well, I, I don't think it's necessarily telling me everything. What I'm saying is, the more that, that's to me, this is one of those things that is okay to to remain a mystery. It's okay for me not to entirely know, or me have to make guesses, or me have to make you know uh, assumptions about. Because if I If I if I if I know it all specifically about the things that would I would consider religious or not religious a part of the force, you know the the more it's going to ruin it. I think.
3: Uh, Well, Ike, let me ask you this: When you say that, wow,
1: everybody's hitting me with the questions. Yeah, well, it's interesting. Your perspective
3: is interesting on this, Um, but when you say that you would rather that the prophecy of the chosen one be left to mystery, uh, I think.
1: Maybe not mystery is the word I'm looking for. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Did I interrupt? I no, took it away from well, no, no. I totally I jumped your board. Come on, my man. fault, man. Sorry, Richie. Continue. It's okay.
3: It's okay. I was uh looking at my computer screen and got distracted while I was hearing my own voice. Uh. Um, but yeah, so when you say that you would rather have it left in mystery, do you mean that you would rather it never be revisited again in the new trilogy that it's just we just leave it at Return of the Jedi and that it's just well, here's the the, the chosen yeah. one is never mentioned again?
1: No, I'm okay with them mentioning it. I think that it needs to be left up for interpretation. Okay. So I that cuz I think and I think that if they're smart, that's what they'll do because if you corner that this chosen one is a very specific person, you're you, you, you've you've removed the mystery. So, I guess what I'm saying when I when I say leave it up to the mystery or for interpretation, what I mean is don't pigeonhole one person into that role. So you can talk about it. You can you can guess about it. Like right now, we're we're not pigeonholed into it now, even. I think anybody, um, uh, anybody per spoilers, Rebels this season would have said yeah. Like obviously, or most everybody's going to say that Anakin is the chosen one because of Rebels and what was said by Obi Wan that he thought that Luke was the chosen one. That that changes it up a bit. But you know, if they pigeonhole it, then they can't
3: they can't continue to explore it. So yeah, I think I would agree that. I think it's better um, maybe that they not just leave it and we never hear the words chosen one spoken again. I think that would kind of leave a bit of a plot hole. But I do like the idea of it being left to interpretation. There's a thing, um, well, well, with most art, I would say, it's always better oh. for interpretation to be left to the audience. I feel like that always makes better art than for the the creator yeah. to say this is what it means and this is how you have to interpret it. Yeah, uh, that doesn't make good art. It doesn't make good storytelling. So that's a really good point. I I, I agree with you in that sense. Well, something that
1: Austin Croom brought up, uh, who was another guy who who wanted to who chimed in on us. So we appreciate the crowd participation out there. Is that he thinks that there's an opportunity if they pigeonhole it, uh, then that that doesn't leave opportunities for more storytelling and more art like right. you're saying, which I really appreciate. So
0: yeah, I was I was going to say one thing that I. Th- Really like about the Star Wars universe is it's this super developed technological civilization, but history just seems to continue to get left behind, and so it's it's something that's kind of foreign to us where we we want the facts and we want uh, to flesh out exactly what happened in history. But there's so many things it seems like that people just don't know and they forget about. Like I mean, the Jedi between the times of Episode Three and Episode Four were basically forgotten by the people. Yeah. So uh, they seem to have a very short-term memory. Uh, so t- in order to, if we if we don't just go out and say this person's the chosen one, every generation or two, people, someone's going to stumble upon that prophecy and they're going to think, well, "Wow, this is this is legitimate. This is something that we need now." So I think it's it, it's something that's just going to continue to go and roll around in the Star Wars universe.
2: But don't us as Star Wars fans want more of a story than just the same story retold over and over? So why wouldn't we want them? to hole it so they can branch off
3: into a different story. So, yeah, I'm going to come in and chime in on what Brennan is saying and maybe take a little bit of a sledgehammer to this consensus. Oh, here we go. Oh, bring it back. Mix it up. Brace for impact. (laughs) the chosen one is a MacGuffin for the prequels. Okay, Mm -hmm. all right. And it's kind of a tired MacGuffin. I don't really want to see it done again.
0: Yeah, I mean, when I say that I don't want them to answer the question, I don't mean that I want them to keep asking the question. I I mean I want the question to be out there and every now and then like in Rebels like it was it's not at all a central part of Rebels but no. Obi Wan just kind of one liner hit us and we're like oh yeah that's the thing that I guess people weren't sure about and now with Luke saying or Mark Hamill saying that like Luke considered Ky- uh, Ben Solo to be the chosen one and it's like it's these little droplets whereas it was the main plot of, of the prequel trilogy. Uh, and arguably partially it 's not really the main plot of, of, of the original trilogy, I think it 's just going to kind of get dropped in every now and then yeah.
3: yeah, I think it's interesting that we say that it's the it 's like the main plot of the prequel trilogy, but then you know if you if you combine all the scenes that are talking about the chosen one i I think it 's probably less than like fifteen minutes throughout all, yeah. all three movies they don 't really at least explicitly
1: yeah if, if you guys are curious. Uh, Shout out again to Austin Kroom. He sent me a video this week. It's about a 15-minute video. You can YouTube it. There's a featurette on Episode Three's disc DVD. 15 minutes of Why Anakin's the Chosen One by Lucas. And you watched watched that? I watched it, yeah. I watched all 15 minutes. Break it down, Ike. You know, I'd have to say Lucas, right? Love-hate him. Sure. It's it's pretty obvious as you're watching it um, why the prequels suck. He was a very
0: (laughs) ambitious storyteller that fell flat in
1: a second right well like there's some key scenes that that he you can watch in the future at where he is coaching hayden christensen line by line and you're like uh there basically it's it's lucas lecturing hayden christensen on how to do it and hayden is like yes sir yes sir yes sir yes sir okay like, you can tell that he did, he wasn't giving Hayden, Hayden Christensen any would, creative room to do it. Why would you whatsoever. question George Lucas, uh, Well, right? th- I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, like, I, I, again, hey, I love if, him, if it wasn't for him, love we him wouldn't him. be here. Yeah, exactly. So if so it wasn't for amounts. him, it, you know, we wouldn't be here. Uh, but I, I think that there's some... I think that he, he had too many yes-men around him. I think he, he needed some people that would pressure his creative control. But, I mean, me being that person, if I was someone that, that was around in the prequel era that was working
0: that Lucas film it would be hard for me to be like no george lucas
1: yeah. you will but not do that well, you know so
0: i get it yeah i mean, I mean the, the original trilogy i think was was so great because it was a story from one man's mind but it was directed by three different people right so create it, it was his story to be told but multiple creative minds came together to kind of uh, bring it into existence. He didn't... And, and it's sad because he didn't want to direct all three prequels. Right. He asked Steven Spielberg to come and direct and, and, and well, ev- everyone... right? Correct. He didn't direct all of them, if I'm not mistaken. The the prequel trilogy? Yeah. No, I think he directed all I, three. I, think, I don't think he's listed as director on... You can double-check me, but I'm 99% sure. Anyway, go ahead. Um, because he he asked multiple people to direct and everybody said it wouldn't be Star Wars if, if you didn't direct, right. George. Which isn't true, and it's sad that that kind of happened. So I think that he kind of had a lot to deal with and it just... It wasn't the same formula, so you weren't going to get the same result. But that's a pretty large tangent from what we're talking about. Um, so go back to the featurette and kind of what right. that showed us for the from the chosen one.
1: Yeah, uh, it, he basically says that there, there's a key line that – and again, I didn't memorize it. I watched a 15-minute YouTube video. Yeah, sure. But he says something to the effect of – uh, y- you know, these six movies are meant to be watched in a row. Right. And if you watch them as one continuous movie as the way that I've intended them, you'll realize that this is a story about Anakin Skywalker right. and his redemption. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I think that us sitting back and getting the prequels, putting the original OT into perspective with the prequels, he's right. I mean, absolutely, it is a story about Anakin Skywalker yep. and his redemption. If you just had the view of the OT, I don't think anybody who walked out of the, the movie theater in, what, 1987 or whatever, 1985, right. would have said, like, oh, this this is obviously about Anakin Skywalker. Everybody right. would have said it's about Luke. Correct. So, you know, I, I think that there's a big discussion to be had in there, but he's basically like, yeah, this is about Anakin, nobody else. Luke is just kind of there as one of the factors as redeeming, uh, you know, as the redeeming quality that brings about He's the, he's the, 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 the catalyst. He's the, the catalyst, the story, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, despite what I said last week about um, my feelings about The Chosen One and problems that I have with Anakin being The Chosen One, it's very hard to argue that it's not Anakin. So having said that, um, keeping in mind what George said about the six movies and watching them all as one story, do you guys think that that puts the new trilogy in kind of an awkward place as far as uh, The Chosen One and, and not addressing it? That's a great question.
1: What do you guys think?
2: I mean, I think they're always going to be an awkward place because yes, they've said that this was Anakin, but they've also left it wide open for interpretation. And uh, I don't know. I think I think they're everybody's going to always wonder, even even though they say that it's not, even though it's pretty clear who it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think it, this goes back to what I was saying a little bit earlier. They need to. Uh, I, I think everybody's pretty convinced right now that it is Anakin or uh, most of the populace, I think. I mean, just sitting at this table, most of us think that it's Anakin or at least see a strong argument that it could be Anakin. And and uh, Austin brought this up to me when I was on the phone with him yesterday. That What they need to do is they need to find out a way to not contradict that Anakin is the chosen one, but possibly... Um, see that it wasn't what everyone thought it was and in, in, in its entirety, which would allow them to one, not contradict, con- contradict that he is the chosen one, but build upon the fact that he just wasn't the way that they thought, or it wasn't a full fulfillment of the prophecy; It was a half fulfillment of the prophecy.
0: Uh, yeah, I think it's a good point that you're we're, all these people who are, who are, saying so-and-so is the chosen one, uh, picking their own champion. They're asking different questions. Like I, the, it's it's not they're not all the, their view of the chosen one isn't the same. So I mean, a, you're gonna you're gonna have different answers if you're asking different questions. You're using the same prophecy, but uh, like Yoda and Mace Windu's view of the chosen one was somebody who was going to eliminate the Sith and bring the Jedi to power. Uh, Obi Wan's view is just uh, whoever's going to kill the Emperor and kill Darth Vader is the chosen one. Um, whereas maybe the the originality of it was who is going to. Either, you know, just what, what, what is the meaning of balance? We've talked about that. We don't know what the meaning is. But, I mean, there, there's essentially three or four different arguments or questions that you can ask about The Chosen One, so you're going to have multiple answers.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, building off of that, where we are in The Last Jedi, where Luke is, uh, and why, you know, going back to the, to the article that we talked about last week, why Luke thinks that Kylo Ren is The Chosen One, it depends completely on what The Chosen One means to Luke. Um, so yeah, I think that's really probably the, one of the key questions of the Last Jedi. Good.
1: Yeah, I, I think this this opens us up for a, a a little bit of a change of topic. But what is it that you guys see that has been a theme in the OT and the prequels that is going to be carried over into? you know we, we've only The Force Awakens uh, and watching it man it just goes by so fast because yeah. they don't they don't give us a lot of time to see the scope we are thrust into the action and and we don't really get time but just to hold on by the seat of our pants Ow. <laughs> <laughs> sweet lord I smash my tooth on the, the smash my microphone. tooth right on the mic <laughs> so sorry about that ladies and gentlemen we're leaving that in yeah we can leave it in at least I didn't use choice words I appreciate that <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so the, the question is, what is it about the OT in the, in, the, in the prequels that is a theme that maybe you guys would like to see, that we could see, that we haven't got to see yet in the new trilogy? So we didn't, uh, my point that I was getting at when I smashed my tooth and th- thankfully <laughs> didn't cuss is, is uh, we didn't get a lot of time in The Force Awakens to really see what the world is and what's going on thematically, um, except for a good kickstart, a good kick in the butt to start this this new trilogy. So what are you guys looking for in in this new trilogy that that can be linked back to the old trilogy or the prequels? I think two
2: two things that we can see in the original trilogy and in the the prequels and that we're starting to see now is just how useless the Jedi are. Just oh how gosh. how they are Get so your
1: inept. Empire propaganda. Your first Brennan, order propaganda. A one trick here. pony. And how oh. they
2: think they think that they're trying to bring balance when they really are just so so
0: wrong in what they actually want. I mean, would you say that Luke was wrong in what he was trying to do? Because I think he did it pretty darn well. He didn't use violence the way that the that Mace was trying to. And that's he why he a Mace Jedi? Luke, uh, I mean, he throws his lightsaber down and says, the I'm movie a Jedi like my father before me. The Return, Return of, the, of Jedi. the Jedi. So I'm going to go ahead and say he's th- a Jedi. Yoda calls him a Jedi. Uh, he was the master of the Jedi Order. So I'm going to go ahead and say Luke's Jedi.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's referred to in The Force Awakens uh, uh, as the last Jedi. The last Jedi, yeah. In case anybody's con- concerned as to who that might be. Right. Was it referring directly to him? It says it's Luke, Luke Skywalker, oh, the last, the last Jedi, Jedi, has gone missing. <laughs> I think that answers our question for the who the last Jedi is. That's why anxiety. I haven't asked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you so John, yeah, so your theme is It's uh, a little tongue in cheek, L- but the same <laughs> time, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it's it's kind of serious. Just okay, how so? I'll I'll give you a chance.
2: Well, it goes back to my my whole thing and how we had that discussion last episode of who we think the chosen one is and how sure. I think the Jedi are each each instance of the Jedi is like oh this is the chosen one oh no this is the chosen one oh no this is the chosen one it's like right. well. Can't be all of them. Right. So it's got to be one of them. Why are you guys desperately clinging for this one person to be your savior?
0: Jedi s- orders are built on hope. That was a joke. I mean, nobody nobody laughed. So yeah. Is
2: it? it shows you how funny
0: that joke was. Sean. Oh, got him,
1: man. Getting shots fired back and forth here today.
2: But yeah, so, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're always, there's a reason why they're always the underdog and always on the losing team.
0: Sure. Oh, man. Um, So yeah, Sean, what do you got? I'm interested to hear your thoughts and Uh, opinions. Thematically, Mm. it's tough. Uh, I think one thing that we have talked about a little bit is uh, the politics of the galaxy. Oh, okay. Um, Mm. uh, I think the original trilogy had a good amount of it. I think the prequel trilogy had a lot of it, but I think a lot of it was maybe, neat.
1: maybe too much. Could be,
0: could be, arguably too much. But ah, I just I d- a pinch, just a little bit. <laughs> uh, but but I, I I looking back, I enjoyed it in in you know getting to understand exactly how such a large galaxy works and yeah. operates. And really, it, it, I think it's kind of needed in order to see how uh, a senate that large could could fail and and an emperor would be yeah. accepted. Because I mean. He just declares himself emperor, and the whole room applauds. Like Nobody nobody second guesses him because they're like, yeah, you know what? This is this is needed. All right, Padme. Um, yeah, well, Padme didn't applaud. Um, but I think the sequel, tri- uh, sequel trilogy so far, we've seen, I think, collectively probably about eight seconds of uh, the capital of Hosnian Prime, uh, which is now gone, and I guess what was the capital of the First Order uh, Starkiller Base, a.k.a. Ilum, uh, which is also now gone. Um, so I'd like to see a little bit more uh, of the politics this time around to see you know what what, what the every man of the galaxy thinks what uh, what's the conception yeah. around the galaxy because I mean we have this broken uh, new republic which really doesn't govern over much and this now um, trying uh, this uprising power in the first order that's kind of been kicking the shins which also doesn't govern very much you know what is, what is the galaxy just kind of this wide open wild wild west there are the Han Souls and the universe right. taking over? Like I, I'd like to know what's going on there. It'd be cool. Right. Is there like a some kind of smugglers' guild which? kind of t- has some kind of plan is are the huts ruling our on all them again you know it'd be interesting
2: yeah no with all agree. the with all the going on right now do we really want oh, more politics throwing going, at the going curse words. on words do we really want more politics i need a beep on that one like i'm kind of i'm kind of tired out with all the crap that's going on like I don't, I don't know if i want that in my star wars movie i mean it's it's a story dude
1: i mean i'm a little i'm a little curious to i mean be it's i want to know th- how snoke got where he is where's snoke doing how did where did he come right, from and, i think and I think I'm, t-
0: I'm talking about actual
1: politics you know Oh, okay. Not, <laughs> and you want to know where Snook come not, from? Not where did media it go,
0: politics. Where did he
1: come from? S- Snowcat Joe? <laughs> <laughs> They'll notice only one person laughed at that joke. It's hilarious, that's why. <laughs> Got to fire those shots back. <laughs> Got to defend, defend my boy Sean, over here. Oh, thanks, bud. So, so yeah, wait, what do you always think? You guys are being quiet over here. Richie, master yeah. of themes. Master of the themes, master of the art.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I want to echo what Sean said. I definitely want to see more of what's going on politically I think if I could have any fix to Force Awakens, it would be just give us a little more political context of what's going on, where the new Republic wish is. Which they had, and then they kind of cut it out. Just yeah, cut. I wish yeah. they hadn't cut it. Just a little bit. One scene would have done it. But So I agree with that. But on a smaller scale, on a character level, I definitely... I mean, and maybe this is a cop-out because it's it's our protagonist, but um, something that we've talked about is how Ray and like, themes... That involve her character really echo and mirror, um, maybe Anakin, um, and uh-huh. even Luke in some ways, um, which is a is a something that could open up a very long conversation. Can you break down those things uh, for but, us, Richie? Uh, as George Lucas would say, it it's like poetry; it rhymes. <laughs> Can you give us a Spark Notes version of those yeah, things? Yeah, let's hear it. Well, I mean, just you know, if you just went down the list, you've got. Um, um, mysterious parenthood, you've got growing up on a desert planet, you've got um, uh, mysterious force abilities that we don't really know the origin of um, for either character. Uh, and I would argue... So what are you trying to say? I don't know. I think that's the interesting thing. <laughs> oh, no, thing. we all
1: know what you're trying to say. Do, do yeah, you? Yeah, you're trying to say Ray's related to somebody.
3: No, throw that garbage Ooh. around here, aren't oh, you? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, look, yeah, no, 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 just no, no, no. like her father and her grandfather battle. before her. Yeah, see that—that's the logical jump you want to make, but I, <laughs> I don't. Oh, know. They're smarter than that. No, but but here's yeah, but here's are the the smarter than that. I think
0: I think I think if I can cut in Richie, sure. I think you're you're onto something in the sense I think where is too. Uh, I, I think everybody jumps to compare Luke to Ray because they compare A New Hope to The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you compare Ray to Anakin, uh, Anakin was a nobody.
3: Sure. You know, yeah. we
0: all know Anakin as a character, but his origin story, Anakin was a nobody. Was Luke a somebody? Luke was a somebody. I'll tell you this. He was related to Anakin. I I'll mean, tell you this. Well, w- okay. I'll you know, be know disappointed. Mean, I mean from his from his upbringing, he's he's a nobody,
3: But Yeah. I'll be disappointed, I think, if if we find out that Ray is a Skywalker. Personally, right. I'll, I'll call Lucasfilm, I'll let him know. Guys, no, we've easy. made it three
1: episodes without getting there. I'm proud of us. Yeah, I really am. I did pretty good. <laughs> um,
3: and I don't mean to open that can of worms, but sure. it, it's hard to ignore the, simi- the similarities. Um, and, yeah. I, and I think I would be disappointed because... Um, I don't know. I have my own reasons for that, which sure. we don't have to get into, but Yeah,
1: that's a that's a 30-minute episode in yeah, itself, it is. isn't it? Yeah, it is. And um, it, and it's something that hasn't been, you know, hashed out before. That's some sarcasm.
3: But uh <laughs> just just to put a cap on that on some of the similarities, something that and I'm not the first person to point this out, but I do definitely see maybe a little bit of anger in Ray. Oh, absolutely! Oh, oh,
1: yeah. Well, it specifically says that I'm
0: not, if I'm not mistaken, in the Force Awakened novelization. And the novel- yeah, yeah. So we, we take that with a grain of salt, the novelization, because yeah. it's it's not fully canon. Any it's not, not canon, but it's not canon. Right, right. If yeah. there's something that's in the book but that's not in the movie, you can take what's in the book as as somewhat canon. Right. But if it's there are two things, but two different stories you go with the book with the movie. The movie yeah. Um, but yeah, when when uh, when she goes to strike down Kylo, essentially, like she she has this this surge of anger and yeah. she hears his voice. It says like strike him down within her yeah Pe- dude people think yep. that's Snoke but it could just be herself I think you know we all have our own inner voices saying, so. and I think oh, maybe Snoke, so. or at least
3: <laughs> I, I hope in Last Jedi something that we'll get a little bit more of is how Rey felt about being left on Jakku um, that's definitely going to be a source of emotional yep. character, yeah. character development yeah. well, I mean so. it,
1: and she's ar- they're already saying you know spoilers if you don't want anything about The Last oh, you Jedi plug your ears yeah you know, plug them skip forward, forward three thumbs. seconds just take me longer to say this Three seconds. They're going to uh, come back, uh, as you say it. Right? Uh, no, but they're saying, you know, that, that that not all of her heroes, a.k.a. Luke Skywalker, are, are, are what who they, they cracked up to be, you yeah. know? So that already seems like a pain point that she's going to have and have to cope with already. Absolutely. So anyway, good. That's good. That's really good. That's real good, Richie. Thank you, you. Get Richie. A-plus a+ on your paper. Gold Matt, star. you got anything? Yeah, let's hear what you got, Mr. F- philosophy.
3: Well, guys, this is not going to be very philosophy. Thoughts Philosophy thoughts. I mean, okay, this is... Star Wars. So what I want to see <laughs> are sprawling space battles. I want to see this intense personal <laughs> struggles. Chuck. You know, I want I want to see that stuff. I want to see Was that not what the Star Wars is start?
0: always it was. That's why it was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. It's it's Star Wars. I mean I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't call that a theme, but yeah.
1: It's not not a theme. It's not not. You're right.
0: It's 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 Star Wars. Th- Star right. Wars it's is the theme.
3: The theme is cool
1: <laughs> so so you want some fan service is what you're telling me cool I'm perfectly s- fine with
3: fan service yeah Matt, it am. seems
2: like you're not taking us as serious though so you're taking this just a movie not a way of yeah life. <laughs> okay mr force griffin
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, i can post that paper
2: on here if oh yeah to. we yeah. all wrote papers uh, this week in our in our all discord us. slack chat
0: some of us did actual work
1: one of them definitely was entitled force griffin but Anyway,
3: graduated with honors from the University of Hidalgo. If anyone wants uh, to See, uh, that whatever. is a competing. We're also gonna to have to. University we're also gonna have to beep
0: that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess uh last topic uh, would be. We're gonna talk about a little bit of news. Um, shift gears towards that that Han Solo film, which uh, seems to have more people leaving than going towards it. Oh. Uh, Michael yeah. Kenneth Williams' role has been cut from the film, uh, as he could not make time for the reshoots. So. I don't know if uh, that just means. I mean, I know he had other what things plans, uh, but he uh, he said, "Yeah, can't so make he was
2: it." Filming in the middle of a desert. So yeah, here's the thing with me: I'm not
0: saying it's easy to get there, but I feel like if you're an actor who's going to be in a Star Wars film and you've committed a good amount of time to it, you're going to make your time unless you're uh, you're okay with cutting ties with it. Here's
2: He said they didn't think his his role in Star Wars was. Like, that he wouldn't ever be in a Star Wars movie. He loved working there, and the people were great. It's yeah. just he couldn't make the reshoots. Yeah, he says, quote,
0: uh, I felt great about what I created with the directors that I worked with, um, and it, it is what it is.
1: Here's the thing that's making me nervous about all this stuff, and I've said it again, or I'll say it before, I'll say it again. You know, the only good thing that's come out of this whole ordeal with the Han Solo movie that has me excited, two things. Okay. The childish Gambino. And still, Ron Howard. I'm
0: just saying if Lando Calrissi nope. doesn't drop the hottest mixtape of the year, <laughs> I'm gonna be
1: tight. No, but seriously, everything else has been either annoying or I'm scared about or it just does not has, has not been good news. Sure. And and I don't and they they still haven't released the name for this thing. it just may be Han Solo, who knows? But it just, uh, the, I, I don't feel good about the overall vibes coming off from the Han Solo movie, and I'm the guy who's making a Star Wars podcast. You know what it's I done, would, though? Who should be the fanboy of everything. You, you know, know what it's done, though?
0: It's made you talk about the movie. It has. I mean, I'm, no, I, there's I, no bad marketing, right? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm more into the film now than I have been ever. And Ron Howard
2: keeps posting different things on Twitter. Ron, yeah,
1: Ron Howard's pictures have got me excited a little bit on the sure. Instagram, but you know, moral of the story is we haven't really had good news and even with the, with, the, with the, you know, even the Ron Howard news, was good, which was good news in my opinion, was birthed out of bad news, which was the firing of their directors. Right. So, you know, I don't know how I feel I'm, about I'm,
0: it. I'm hoping they keep his character in the film and it's just recast uh, it because the article keeps going. It says, uh, plot and character details had been kept under wraps, uh, but William said he played a half human, half animal in the film. Oh. And that we create, we quote, created a kick-ass character in my opinion, and I'm proud of it. So it sounds like something that would be really cool to see. Yeah. If it's maybe uh, a friend of Chewie Does or it say like if that. they're
1: going to completely pull him from... from
0: like they're not. He's not going to be in it at all? His character was cut from the film. So
1: completely cut from the film. That's disappointing.
0: Yeah, his, his role was entirely cut from the film because yeah. he couldn't make the reshoots. Because he's, uh, he's, he's in Africa filming right now.
2: I think, I think Sean and Ike are going to know where I'm going right here, but half human, half animal...
1: A centaur could be open up the door for a centaur. I'm not oh, thinking he's centaur. <laughs> you know what he's thinking. Uh, I was about. thinking centaur. You know, but Force centaur.
0: Four uh, centaur. Force that sounds more. Maybe is, gri- is, 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 is a griffin half human? Do you know any type I of didn't mythos over there? Transitions random? into I a know. griffin. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> Good lord.
1: I, isn't a griffin what those things are in The Lord of the Rings? It is a uh, a lion with wings. Oh, a lion with wings. So it's not. I don't think, I'm think. i thinking of the giant birds at the of end of The Lord of the Rings. Eagle. Yeah, it's are just those? an eagle, just uh, a little DuBose, bit please a little I don't know the names of those things. Dustin <laughs> DuBose would know.
0: Yeah. We'll have to hit him in on our uh, Lord of the Rings podcast. yeah we don't care about Lord of the Rings. We only care about Star well, Wars. It's, a, so it's a Speak for yourself. Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah. anyway. Uh, yeah, I think the only other thing that was interesting from that news is that he released... Amelia Clark's character's name, and which has opened uh, an unnecessary can of worms, uh, and then immediately closed it. And it was immediately closed. It was quite the roller coaster. Uh, said her name is Kira, which has now been changed to Kura. Uh, but for those of you who don't know, Kura or Kura or whatever, uh, Kira was the uh, the code name for for Rey or Rey's original name in the Force Awakens. So people were like, her name's Kira. She's probably her grandma. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> said everyone on Star Wars yes. speculation. Reddit. Everyone on Star Wars spe- speculation is just like, "Duh, I'm <laughs> Clark, mother of dragons, grandma of Rey," and just going crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's a, a a bit of a stretch, and uh, I think that can be disregarded. Um, it's a name man it's a name and everybody has a name and star wars lucasfilm thinks of names and when they don't use names but they also like those names they're probably going to reuse the name at some point in time
3: question about that name leak uh do we know was that accidental did he just like let it slip
0: i uh, probably he was just talking about the film he's probably saying uh I, I i didn't read the article about it uh because you know that's what we do in today's world we read article titles and just take them as truth um but uh i uh <laughs> i don't know what's going on over there um but yeah, I, I don't know wh- how much he said. I think he's probably just speaking uh, of of working with Amelia and her character Kira or something like that. Cool. Yeah,
1: and th- I think that's why they they reneged on the name because it, I think it was like transcripted because people were listening to his interview and people are like, "Wait, what did he say? Did he
0: say Kira? Did he say Kira?" Oh yeah, he says uh, he's, uh, he was playing a link between Han Solo and Amelia char- Amelia's character Kira was the quote. On his way out, let one slide.
1: He said, "Screw that NDA." Apparently, and what
2: are they gonna do to him? Cut his character. Right, exactly.
1: Interesting names. Cur- sue so him. so far we have Kura. or <laughs> Sue him, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess they could sue. Him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, w- whatever. <laughs> Disney,
0: please don't sue us. We are trying to support your product. <laughs> um, yeah, we're we're kind of weird names with uh uh Kira and then Beckett from uh, uh Woody Harrelson, but uh, I think that's gonna be it for today. Uh, I want to thank you guys for for listening in to this episode of the Canon Factory. As always, we are an elegant podcast for a more civilized age. I want to remind you guys about our 100 Days of Star Wars, which is starting up on September the 6th. As always, you can find us on Twitter, at the Cannon Factory. In our bio, we have a nice little calendar for you guys to uh, follow along with us as we take a journey through all of visual canon. Uh, we'll see you guys next time, and thanks for listening.